Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to The Phil Fabulous Show. Today I have a very special guest. I have the goddess of fitness, um, the nutritionist, uh, you know, the best nutritionist around, I'd say. At the tips I read about on Instagram, it's just amazing. But I'd love to welcome Gillian Michaels. Thank you so Aww. much, Gillian. Thank yeah, you I for mean, having me. That was quite yeah. an intro. Yeah. Oh, gosh, the goddess part, absolutely. Um, we haven't got long, so I'm going to keep it really as tight as I can because everybody will just love to hear so much about you. But what I'd really like to know, because you're a successful multi-million dollar businesswoman you know you've you've just it's amazing your story is absolutely incredible but we can't cover it all but what I'd love to absolutely know is why fitness what was it what was your motivation what what, what was your desire for fitness none it was completely organic which I think is part of uh what contributes to my success is that I was an overweight kid right I did struggle with my weight I did struggle with emotional eating and when I was around 12, my mom got me into martial arts and it wasn't to lose weight. It was to have an outlet, um, a place to belong. I was a bullied kid and it took some time, but by the time I was about 17, I was no longer bullied. I was a healthy weight. I, you know, I was, I was fit. I was training for my black belt. Uh, and I began to appreciate fitness as a means of empowerment, right? When we feel strong right. physically, we, we feel empowered and more confident in every facet of our life. Doesn't mean we don't have crap days. Doesn't mean we don't lose. Doesn't mean we don't have failures and setbacks. It just makes us feel more worthy, more capable, more resilient, and so on. So, uh, while I was training for my black belt at a, some gym, I, people began approaching me, asking me if I was a fitness trainer. And I thought, like, I wonder how much money I could make doing this. <laughs> so I was making like five dollars an hour, I think, delivering pizza. Um, uh, I mean, of all the ironies. So my mom actually helped me pay for my first fitness certification. Right. And uh, and then the rest is kind of history. Wow, that's amazing. So you were delivering pizzas before <laughs> you started training. At 17. Yeah, I graduated high school early. That's and uh, I was just trying to just trying to pay my rent. Sure. OK, so just like anybody else, really, it's just it's a really normal story, right? Any I, anyone can relate to. I, I think so. But behind that, obviously, is a passion for what I do um, <clears throat> and a, a hunger to continue learning and a humility that allows me to continue learning because um, the best teacher is the best student. And then from there, when you make a sexy promise, but you can deliver on that sexy promise, that's where a brand finds longevity, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you started training. I mean, you have a range of fitness videos and I mean, you, your, you know, your social media, and your popularity exploded. How did all that happen? Gosh, I, well, I became a personal trainer. And to make a very, very long story short, at about 27, I decided to open up a sports medicine facility. 
Um, Well, I actually started working at a sports medicine clinic under the supervision of physical therapists, helping to rehab patients. Um, But I was bringing in most of the patients. So I thought like I could open up my own facility and I could hire, you know, a physiatrist and a physical therapist and a chiropractor and have them work under my shingle. So, um, it took me a while to raise the money and I had some angel investors who were clients of mine. I told them I would pay, if I couldn't pay it back, I would work it off in training. Um, at the time I was 30, I opened up my first sports medicine facility. And then by the time I, the same year I ended up on uh, the biggest loser also by chance. Um, and the biggest loser gave me a platform that was international. So there were a lot of things about the show that were hard for me um, personally, the name being one of them but from the get-go. But I can't deny that if that show didn't exist, I, I wouldn't be talking to you today. So it was an amazing right. opportunity. Amazing. That is fantastic. That is that is so interesting. I didn't know um, that's how you, you know, it, it started from the, the other clinic, etc. That all makes sense because you were there, you realized your strengths and you're like, wow, actually, I'm running this business, but it's not my business. Of course, you're going to turn it into your own business. That's mm-hmm. just amazing. Going to do a really quick fire round now and just some really fun okay. questions you can take as long as you want or just one, uh, one, answer, uh, one word answers up to you entirely. So how okay. does Gillian... How does Jillian nurture her soul? Kids and animals. Ah, that's epic. Animals, definitely. Kids, mine are grown up, so I get that totally. What is a a cheat day for Jillian? Or does Jillian have a cheat day? I don't do cheat days, but I do do cheat foods with an allowance every day. And that would be alcohol. Um, And I do, I don't, do a ton of it, uh, but sake, red wine, um, very rarely a beer, very rarely tequila, but once in a blue moon. Oh, amazing. What advice would you give to someone who is struggling to shed weight? They can't get it in their head. They've got a mindset issue. If it's, if it's an individual who is obese or morbidly obese, generally speaking, that has nothing to do with um, an individual who likes Twinkies. You know, this is a, this is a coping mechanism that is very deep. And at one time or another, whether the individual realizes it or not, the behavior of either being a bigger size or overeating provided them with psychological survival. And so getting to the bottom of it, you know, some people can never get to the bottom of it because it's too painful. That would be helpful. But if they can never quite get to the bottom of it because they're so defended against the reasons why, um, having the help and having the support to give up what it's providing you Mm -hmm. is, is critical. And there are many ways to come about that with deeper psychological work, getting a, a, a wonderful therapist and there are low fee clinics that can help you with that loss. Cause it will represent a loss when you give up that behavior. Um, yeah. and then working on your actual behaviors and your mindset with a person more like me who can do that kind of surface work and help you change behaviors and learn about fitness and learn about nutrition and kind of put a bandaid on the issue while the deeper stuff is going on. 
That's amazing. You're the only other person who's actually mentioned that, that when you give up something, especially food, I have lots of intolerances and you actually grieve that process. So that's pretty incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got sure. to understand that. Thank you for that. What is your highest moment of your career? The, the highest moment of my career? Oh God. I hope to God I haven't hit it yet. I, oh. I, I would say I've had some great achievements. I got to speak at um, this, this very prestigious women's conference with Maria Shriver. I got to speak at another event wow. with Clinton. I'm not trying to be political. Oh, wow. Her stature is impressive. So it was yeah. nice to speak um, alongside individuals like that. I, I had one book that was on the bestseller list for a full year, but I never hit number one, only number two because of Steve Harvey. Damn him. Um, uh. he had that, like <laughs> how to think like a man or behave like a woman, something. Uh, I happen to love Steve, but nevertheless... I could never get that number one, which drove me crazy. Um, and then, you know, there were a lot of things that I like got nominated for the Emmy, didn't win it. <laughs> so like I've had Combination. a lot of things and a lot of things that I didn't quite hit the mark. Um, but you know, it's, it's all a process. So, but I would say those events were, were the most exciting for me. Amazing. Sky's limit. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I'm recording today for Phil Fabulous podcast and uh, the ultimate success uh, millionaire flick show. So what does Phil Fabulous mean to you? Full Fabulous? Is feel Fabulous. Feel Fabulous. I'm so sorry. You broke up for a second there. What does Feel Fabulous mean to me? God, this is so tough because life is so, so filled with crazy shit that we cannot control. Um, so I would say it's, it's being able, it's the, I would have to tell you right now at this point in my life, it's that kind of serenity prayer of like, give me the courage and the strength and the confidence to take on the things that are hard and give me the wisdom, um, and the, the peace of mind and the confidence to handle the things that are out of my control. That to me is, if you can do that, you, you are Buddha status that that's yeah. feeling fabulous because that's managing real life. Yeah. Amen to that. Absolutely. Um, and what does ultimate success mean to you? Ultimate success. Um, having a modicum, ha having meaning in the key buckets of our lives, be it family, be it career, um, be it romance. Like it's never going to be perfect, but having a purpose in those three critical areas, I think brings the most amount of meaning and fulfillment. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. That comes to the end of, of our time. I don't want to overstep. Um, I just thank you so much for your generosity and um, coming on here and sharing your story. I think you're absolutely incredible. You're an inspiration. Um, thank you so much, Julian. Thank you. The pleasure was mine.